Hello and welcome to 20 and 21. Um, the only show that... I don't know. I don't know what we're... <laughs> the only show that doesn't know it's what the they're doing. It's the only show. It's the only show. It's the only show doing what we're doing. It's the only show doing what we're doing, that's for damn sure. My name's Joe. I was afraid uh, there'd been an apocalypse and we were all that was left. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be great? The, the alien, last of us. It's the, <laughs> it's the only show. The aliens Literally. had to learn from us. That's my hope, really, is that everything is destroyed and the aliens that show up later have to learn from Pick our podcast. That's <laughs> all they get. Apparently their deity was this guy named Bob Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't really seem to like very much. They liked a guy named Scorsese a lot better, it seemed. Yeah, right? <laughs> Yeah, and they somehow really hit a vein with the world when they interviewed some seagull guy. <laughs> but then Graham Parsons and the Grievous Angels showed up to save everyone. <laughs> oh, man. Flying burritos. I told you guys what the difference between Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jesus is, right? Uh-oh. No? Come letters? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no, no. One of them's the son of God, and the other one died on the cross for your sins. Nice. I think that makes perfect sense. That's great. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we uh, usually talk about some. Uh, it doesn't matter what we talk about. I uh, hey, you know me. I am a lover of '70s cinema, both of uh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. here in, here in America. The uh, the movie brats. You had your Scorseses, you had your Spielbergies, your Coppolis, your Lukies. Uh You had your Schroeder and your, I mean your Schrader and. Uh, as well as like your Italians, your Dario Argentos, you know, and your Sergio Leones, and uh, as well as the French uh, New Wave. Uh, and uh, I'll tell you what, if you want to just dig into some 70s movies like uh, what I just mentioned, you're going to need to get yourself a little something called HBO Max. And HBO Max oh, is uh, <laughs> running a deal this month. You need, you need to check it out. HBO Max, they got so many good movies. They've teamed up with, of course, Turner Classic Movies, Criterion Channel. And it is just an endless, uh, endless uh, pool, deluge of movies. Uh, great and old and uh, new alike. So, yes, check out HBO Max. <laughs> use, use promo code 3 Deep 30 <laughs> That's right. Oh, I have some... Uh, I'm gonna do something here. I don't know. You guys will not agree with it, but uh, you will see soon. We will. Uh, we will. <coughs> we will see soon. Speaking of, you guys got any? Uh, uh, what would uh, just off top of your head? It's a weird question. Um, uh, <laughs> what would be your ideal? Like, if you were writing something, what's your ideal uh, opening monologue about? It could be about anything. I would. You know, of course, you would relate it, relate it back to the themes in the movie. Eventually, I would hope, but you know, think of uh, you know, first of all, like what's your favorite, your favorite opening monologue of a movie, and what would you talk about if somebody said, "Hey, you get to write a movie," and uh, you know, you could think about Reservoir okay. Dogs opening about song. You could think about uh, I always wanted to be from all from way I remember I always wanted to be a gangster. Um, any okay. of those like bang monologues that kind of hit you right at the I opening. Got mine. Okay, I got mine. What you Opening got? monologue from uh, The Undertaker in Godfather. Mm, nice. nice. Okay. I came to America. Like that opening yes, yeah. is just on point. He's not even a major character. No. That's what I love. Is he's not even a major character. He only shows up like one other time right, in a right. pivotal scene. But he sets the tone for the entire film. It yeah, me, absolutely. And the way it's shot... You know, the dark colors, zooming in on his face. I don't know, man. It just, I, I know I'm a Godfather whore. I always have been and always will be. <laughs> but you, that huh? opening monologue probably hits me harder than just about any I've ever really thought about. Okay. Good choice, Rob. Yeah, that's, that's, that's nice. When I, personally, I, I'm going with the intro to My Name is Earl. Um, <laughs> you know that guy, the bad things always happen to him and they wonder why. I, I, it's beautiful. I, it's yeah. beautiful. I mean, yeah, like it bad. does everything that that yours does, um, and it sets up the you know this this concept that I enjoy exploring. Yeah, I don't. Uh, <clears throat> my my mind and he's got a fine mustache. There you go. My mind gets a little bit too. Uh, I get too jumbled when I try to think of what mine <laughs> would be. It probably would be Goodfellas or uh, Ace Rothstein. 
uh, begin I was casino. Gonna say, Ace Rothstein doesn't. I mean, comes pretty close to it. Now, of course, like the classic, people I think thinks the best representation is uh, Reservoir Dogs. That that opening uh, song about Madonna. Uh, <laughs> and then if you take out Tommy the, Chong, <laughs> yeah. If you take I, out, I just the, uh, watched it the other day. <laughs> oh, nice. If you take out the false opening of Pulp Fiction, the other example, of course, is the uh, Whopper with cheese, the the Royale with cheese uh, speech, right, right. which is just straight <laughs> pop culture. Um, yeah, just curious, uh, just curious. I had a few ideas about what could be a great uh, opening um, pop culture speak monologue. Uh, for a movie. Uh, but maybe we'll get back to that. Did you guys ever watch old Confess Fletch? Did you get around to seeing Confess Fletch? Is that the one with John Hamm? With Mr. John Hamm, St. Louis. No, home. I have not yet. I, okay. Somehow, I, that was, I was going to watch it, and that somehow fell off my radar. I Wow. I suggest, yes, I do want to see it. I suggest it. Don't um, don't watch it think they re- thinking that they remade the Chevy Chase movie. Um, it's, right. It, it's apparently much like the book. Uh, I enjoyed it. it. I'm not saying it's a great, great movie by any means, but it's it's very enjoyable. Um, yeah, I, yeah, check it out. I would like to know what you think about it. Seeing uh, Fletch just be more of an all all around kind of dummy, <laughs> more than anything. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, he's just kind of he's not. Um, uh, I think he falls over, trips over something once. But, like, he's not a klutz. He's not, uh, he's just more, he plays it more, he's not the brightest fella. He can think ahead of the game, but, like, in the moment, he's not going to quite pick up what you're laying down. <laughs> um, and uh, I liked it. Maybe because that's me. Maybe it reminded me of myself. But, uh, yeah, I it's liked a, it a lot. It's a way homer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's a <laughs> confess, Fletch. Um, I was also going to ask if you watched uh, playing on HBO Max, uh, the Banshees of Ed Sheeran. <laughs> no, we're not, not talking yet. about Ed Sheeran. God damn it! <laughs> I haven't got to it yet. It's on my list. Got to get to it. Also on HBO Max, just added. They must have heard me talking. You guys need to watch it if you haven't watched it or it's, or it's been a long time. A little movie called Cruising, starring Al Pacino, our old pal. Our old pal himself. So, what is it you're up to, Arman? Are you just trying to watch everything that's on there before they take it offline, or what? Oh no, no, they just have such good movies, and they they. I mean, like it. HBO Max folding, you know, going offline, like you know, bankruptcy, like no more. Oh HBO no, Max. no, they're fine. They're good. They've uh, did all that. Uh, they did all that house cleaning where they canned all those movies. They're gonna be fine. Tax right okay now. Oh yeah, uh, but cruising. Did you guys remember cruising? Have you ever watched cruising? I, I, I'm picturing a different. I can't picture Al Pacino in it. I, I see the movie. I see the like the box cover at the video store. You know what I mean? As a kid. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but I'm not. Uh, yeah. But I, I, that's, that's all I'm put kind of putting out there in my brain. Rated X, uh, I believe, when it first came out. Cruising. Al Pacino. There's a serial killer killing gay men, and from gay nightclubs. No, that's in New York. not at all what I was thinking. And uh, Pacino goes undercover. Cruising, cruising. Yeah, to, uh, he goes undercover to try to find the, the killer. And um, I think boy, I had oh, the boy. cover to Zapped in my head. <laughs> the movie Zapped with Scott Bayo? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Uh, Heather Thomas, how you doing? Hey, that's right. Uh, it's not near as good, though. I tried to watch it not long ago. Zapped. Zapped? Uh, yeah. Oh, it's horrible. Boy, it's God. Uh, but, yeah, there's God no way that can hold before, up. Doesn't, before we walk away doesn't from even, it. Doesn't even uh, count as a movie, I would say. It's so bad. No, it doesn't. It's so bad. <laughs> uh, before we walk away from it, I was just uh-huh. going to say that I started watching the final season. There's only two seasons. The final season of Hunters. Uh, and Al is back. Ow. I wondered and, uh, how he's going to be back, but okay. He's all right. back all in flashbacks. Uh, but I mean, like, I'm talking like he's a major he? character in flashbacks. We're seeing okay. things we didn't know. We find out how people got recruited to begin with. 
but he's you know he's he's playing Martin Schwarz again. <laughs> his, uh, yes. his Jewish accent that he has um, um, taken on. You know, I had a lot of mixed feelings about that first season, but I'm definitely going to watch it. Uh, I want to see what else up to in those flashbacks. I saw Jordan yeah, Peele absolutely. talking about it and talking about how good he was this season. So, yeah, I mean, but I, yeah, it, it, the, here's the thing. That first season was, to me, an incredibly mixed bag. There were episodes that were so fantastic, I didn't want yes. it to end. Yeah. And other ones where they felt like they were lost, like they weren't sure what they were doing. Yeah. Um, this season is a. I I feel like it's a bit more focused. They've got a structure. Okay. Like we're gonna we're gonna move forward the plot, and I don't want to let the uh, food out of the trunk, you know. But they're moving forward that plot that sets up at the end. Yeah. Um, but getting these backstories is kind of interesting. So it picks up, I think, like three or four years in the future, and then we get backstories. Okay. So anyway, I've seen the first four episodes, and I've enjoyed it. Hmm, Hunters, I'll be hunting It's good up. to have Al Pacino back. As, as <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm definitely... And I saw a TikTok of him and De Niro sitting in a room together. Uh-huh. Did I not send it to you guys? I bet I didn't. And they're supposed to talk about who their favorite role of all time of each other. Oh, okay. And Al goes first. And he's like, well, there's, you know, so many of Bobby's works that are iconic and incredible. And, and you know, I mean, he's so, like, he is so in love with Bob's work. And he just mm. keeps going. And finally he's like, I say maybe the greatest performance of all time in cinema history I'm just saying he's like Raging Bull and De Niro never moves never says anything just sits there like a robot the entire time after Al for two minutes builds him up as this incredible actor and then they ask De Niro about his and he just goes Godfather 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 that's it that's it Godfather Godfather yeah he's a one word answer kind of fella from yeah. everything I've grasped about that's hilarious. Poor Al. Al's uh, Al belongs on stage. He knows how to put on a show, as we know. He belongs on stage. As we all know, <laughs> he shouldn't be making movies. He should be a Tony winning son of a gun. Um, From uh, a little town called New York. <laughs> New York. <laughs> now, uh, uh, hey, Shark, did you get a picture I sent you earlier? I did. Hey, all right. Then it's time for a segment called Shark Bite. Uh, this oh, is wow. This is a segment. This is a new one. This is where I tell Shark or show him something that I perhaps recently acquired, bought, or received, or maybe made or uh, enjoyed, and I'm going to see <laughs> if it upsets him. <laughs> oh. in, in, any, in any way, uh, to see if he has a beef. Uh, with uh, with it, what I sent him earlier was a uh, a picture of a watch, a newer watch I got. Um, I like my watches. I'm not a I'm not a, a moneyed man, so I'm not buying Omegas or anything like that. Uh, maybe a Movement or a Belova or something, or I uh, have a nice watch or two. But uh, but I like this brand called the Sunobi. It's a Japanese uh, watch uh, called Sunobi, and um, I recently acquired one. <laughs> And I love it. It's an elegant, uh, very simple watch. You could forward that picture to Rob if you wanted to. You don't have to. Uh, and I, and I, I thought, boy, I bet Shark would hate this thing. <laughs> <laughs> so I sent, so I sent you a picture of it to see, because the thing about it is, the first thing. <laughs> <laughs> it just cracks me up that you know, it's like somebody I, I wouldn't in a million years even think that anybody would think of me. But secondly, you know, that like the thought was it's like, you know what? <laughs> you know I whose bet. goat this would get? You know whose gears would get grind by this? Well, get you know, by I, this. I, yeah. There's a couple of things for me to nibble on here. Um, that I mean, first so off, listener, it's a Sanobi. Uh, it's a, a white face. And uh, what you'll notice, first of all, there's no numbers. They're written very small, too small to be read. And secondly, right. the real thing that jumps out is there is no um, hour hand. The hour hand exactly. has been removed. <laughs> right, right. And that—that's—that that is the prime reason that, yes, in fact, I do hate this. 
Um, well, I was supposed now, to. Uh, for, if I'm looking at the clock, man, I ain't third grade. I don't want to think. I don't want to have to be like, all right, it's just a little past three. Is this something and, fresh really you know owns I mean? or something fresh just likes? No, no, I, I own it. It is on my wrist right now. It was tattooed yeah, yeah, under it to prove it. Yeah, and and the, the hand, since it's moving that damn fast, um, not being an hour hand and all, uh, you could have at least waited a minute and let it line up with the uh, with the vertical line on your tattoo because that's that, that's just really not okay right now. Oh man, shark is having a complete um, <laughs> a little bit, little bit. There's no compulsive. I need order moment here. I like now, it. I like look, it. Look, man, time is concept that you guys adhere to, and that's fine. If you want to wear it on your bodies and be proud of it, and have this totem and that you show other people, uh, that's fine. Yep. That's fine. But now. I don't need Taking that, and I, and I, yeah, I hate it. And how do you do that? What's this? Well, you're just supposed to know what the hour is. Well, no, here's the thing. If uh, you, what happens if you wake up from a nap? You know, if you I mean, know where to look, there is an inner dial that has a very small arrow on it. That small arrow is actually your hour hand, but you just can't see it unless you know to look for it. Once you know to look for it, it just takes you a second to be like, oh, yes. It's, well, uh, I want to see this. So, you're, you're talking about but I don't see anything. Oh, well, yeah, maybe uh, maybe Jeff can, here, I'll yeah, Jeff can forward it yeah, to you. Yeah, I'll forward it to you. <laughs> okay. okay. It's a beautiful oh, I watch. Beautiful I tried to watch. forward it to you a while ago, but I ended up replying to Eastwood, so I'll Man. see. Oh, hey, by the way, he's doing that Eastwood, no, I saw shit, now another... I end up saving the damn picture. <laughs> I saw another monologue that vies for best opening monologue. All right, what do you got? So they gave yours came up first with um, Goodfellas, mm-hmm. then mine came up with you know um, I love America, and mm-hmm. then the other one which I didn't think of, which you probably will be like, oh yeah, <clears throat> but I'm not sure this is the opening of the movie, but someone says this a train spotting, mm-hmm. choose life, yeah, 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 choose yeah, yeah, a yeah, job, yeah. choose yeah, a career, choose that a is family. The yeah, it is. okay. So that those are the those are the three or four that I am seeing people over and over say. These yeah. are your best opening movie monologues. So anyway, a re- a rewrite. You know uh, what? And that that actually because it's the same guy, the men who stare at goats. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it okay. so yeah. long. I don't yeah, know. Think, think about that. that big, he does that whole big soliloquy about. How do you know what time it is with this thing? Right. See. <laughs> see. Well, you got to know the special place to look. I don't no, want to look that. Arrow. I got to put my glasses a... on to look at my, tell so what time it is. Points at the hour. Yeah, there's a little arrow there. I see literally triangle. Mm-hmm. A sundial's yeah. better than this fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, again, Ooh, Shinobi, a Japanese watchmaker called Shinobi. Uh, very you well. You mean Shinobi, uh, the video game I used to go to <laughs> Jolly Time and play yep. all the time back when I was a yep. kid? Uh, elegant thing. Thing of beauty. I love this watch. And who the hell buys a watch from somebody on the other side of the international dateline? I mean, it, it, what's, how's that work? <laughs> Well, it's not a date. It doesn't have a date in it. Uh, I usually... uh, uh, that makes sense. That's now, my other the, watches do. My US Bulova, export version only, right? My Swatch. You probably wouldn't like my Swatch. There's no uh, indicators Time of anything. Time keeps on slipping, it's just slipping. A, there, uh, was, there was two red dials. used to wear a Swatch back when I wore one. They're damn sure ain't now. Oh, what's that? Oh, Swatches have become a very uh, hey. hip and very expensive watch. <laughs> Oh, we're going back to the 80s with swatches. I got a point oh, out. Oh, man, I'm telling you. I, I have a couple of them, and I love them. Uh, they're very nice, very well-made, uh, cool watches. Swiss I never made. had a swatch. Um, Boy, I didn't have one. Swatch. I never had one I when I was some, a child. Damn, I found some Gen X hypocrisy USA the other day. We got to call out. To. Mm-hmm. I'm on the swatch store right now. I got some nice I'll swatches, sw- boys. <laughs> wow, new arrivals. Let's see what they got. <laughs> All right. Hey, I know what else I wanted to talk about. Besides Pure love, much... love go round, circling black. You can they got still some uh, like you can see all the parts inside moving. Yeah, I was gonna say you really can still Manhattan ish. Uh, you can still you can still combine. You know, make your own. Uh, Ooh, mix together. and match. Choose your yeah. own adventure. That's yeah. totally eighties. Yeah. Uh, so all right, Shark hated it. I thought he would. May I'll try that segment again. Next week, I like that. If you guys seen, um, maybe you don't get this kind of news, but uh, I keep getting articles about this special uh, diamond prism camera that uh, Mr. Nolan has used for this Oppenheimer movie that's coming up whenever. 
I'm Googling. Have you have you seen anything about this? Now, my question, <laughs> there's the article. Basically, he's using this camera that's, ah, oh, Jesus, I'm not even sure how it works. It's shooting an insane amount of frames per second. It's like a ghost cam, but more practical because it's not For the first time ever, we were able to shoot IMAX film in black and white. Okay. This is, uh, so this was specifically. Seems like it defeats the purpose, doesn't it? <laughs> this was specifically, he said, to catch all of the nuance of a nuclear explosion. And my question is. is yeah, right. What, is, is, what are they filming? <laughs> what are you filming? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He's <laughs> like, did, the, did somebody give Nolan permission? Like, yeah, you can make a little one. Just, you know, a lot of Well, they did, they did blow up that outhouse in Young Einstein. Yeah, yeah so, all right, here's the thing, Christopher. We're going to let you use the exact bomb we dropped on Hiroshima and Nagasaki. It's just, it's just small. It's a small version. We'll let you shoot it three times in case the first two don't work. But that's it. That's all you get. Uh, <laughs> it just kind of blew I mean, me away that he was yeah, like, we... uh, "What I love is, is that when you first hear it, you think, as a movie whore that I am, and I love Nolan, I'm like, oh, I love to see what he does with it.' And then the second you do any critical thinking, like you did, it's like, but you didn't film a nuclear <laughs> bomb going off. So this yeah. is all a moot point, my man. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why did you need this thing that films something at 900 frames a second? It's I. I don't know. Maybe it was just the mock, uh, the mock explosion. I suppose. But I've seen oh, a lot so. of I've seen a lot of footage of nuclear blasts. They all look pretty cool. I mean, I hate to say that they're awful, but they their cinematic is all good out. Even like if, even in a bad movie when they cut to it, to pitch his next movie. So what I'm thinking here is, um, I have created a camera that captures 14 billion <laughs> pixels at once. It's going to cost us about 25 million dollars to shoot three seconds, but I need I to like, capture yeah. what a cigarette looks like when it's burning like in the first 2.2 seconds of it like, being lit. Well, here's the thing, I uh, I want to. But follow- I don't have a cigarette, and I'm not going to shoot a cigarette. I'm going I to use you, a fake. I need you guys. Cigarette. I need you guys to like make a drone to follow this <laughs> bullet from the gun all the way into this actor's face over here, and uh, you have to keep up with it in real time. And then someone's like. You're not going to use a real bullet, are you? And and mind you, there'll be no bullet and there'll be no actor. But I need it for the bullet and the actor. It's mind blowing. I don't, I don't just, understand it I at all. I don't even understand why this is necessary. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't. I wanted to. I, don't uh, get it. I wish I could have. He's so busy. I would have liked to have had my good friend. And cinematographer Riot on to ask him like what his thoughts on that were and what yeah. he was trying to oh, capture. I would, love because, to hear, I would love to hear what because I have uh, no what idea he what, he, what, he, what they were going for uh, with that. Yeah, here you go. Sources revealed that one of the cameras, Nolan and cinematographer, cinematographer Hoyt Van Hoytema, oh, Hoytema, yes, one of the best, used yep. was a Photosonics 34 millimeter 4C high speed rotary prism camera. There it is. Which is capable of 2,500 frames per second. There we go. These types of cameras are not your standard failure and will be very specific. <laughs> but this technology, which was widely used for the actual atomic bomb tests, ah. comes with certain pitfalls that filmmakers need to watch out for. And then it goes through, this gets into pin registered versus rotary prison. Yes, I, I yeah. don't know how we learn to love the bombs in another section. Yeah. So it goes into how so this is doing. What it. he's using so, it for is to reproduce those, the images that we know, uh, that we know. That's what's happening. So he, I, I, you, I get it. Now. You said it, you said it right film, the first time that we know a of camera to film the film of it being done. Is that what you mean? Because there's yes. no way he can he can get the real thing. Like we no, said, no. it's not now like that, he'd be like, we're going to drop a bomb in Arizona. That I still don't understand. That I still don't understand, but he is going okay. to use that camera when you're watching the film within the yeah, film. Yeah, I get that. Sure. Now I understand but, what the camera but, is and what it was used for, but, but it doesn't make sense here. No, it still doesn't make sense <laughs> that he's using it to capture the explosion. Because his I mean, reasoning... Wouldn't this be like, wouldn't I, this be like Shark... Having having a computer in front of him and pulling up the Irishman, 
and then filming the Irishman with his iPhone <laughs> to capture yeah. some kind of. Re- it's like you're filming film. That doesn't work. I gotta no. understand what you're doing. No, I don't. You guys are blowing my mind. <laughs> it's, shark, it's not us. We're trying to figure out how Nolan sold What's this Nolan? to Because yeah. you know, you know that costs. Well, I don't. God, I don't even want to know oh, how much it costs to get oh, that. I guarantee thing. that cost. <laughs> Tens of dollars. Uh, be like, uh, it, yeah, be like. Shark was like, "Listen, I need." Uh, he got this guy. What do, I do to, to you guys? Why? Be like, why am I be like Shark was like, "I need this uh, very specific uh, pedal that like changes the tone of my guitar when I push down and then push up on it, and I need it to go from a certain range from like, oh, I don't know, say like minus seventy to like one." 60 something like that and like make a <laughs> sound when i play guitar can you like i need that man like i need it and they're like well there's a thing called a wah wah i would just do that but like, what no god no no this is my own invention here yeah no no, no whoa 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 Whoa, well, I only on. want that pedal if it if it promises to suck all the tone out of my other pedal uh, plugged into my chain. That's why you got to use a screamer uh, right in front of it to boost your tone just a hair uh, mm-hmm. when you kick it on. Mm-hmm. Old fresh. I would like a there. noise can. I would like a noise canceling pedal. <laughs> it's like, you mean an off switch? Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Oh, so wait a minute, wait a minute, hang on. Christopher Nolan's Oppenheimer is the first black and white IMAX film recreated atomic explosions without CGI. So yeah, Total what? Film, what? Now listen to this. Okay, we were right. See, this is from That's a lot of gasoline. Yeah, no Total film is released. Oppenheimer's due in theaters in July. The film follows the development of atomic bomb, blah, blah, blah. We're telling the story. Atomic? No CGI. Oh, I hope they use the Blondie's song, Atomic. Would that be that hilarious? No one shot the Trinity test without CGI. It's almost as if the auteur accepted criticism of his maximal approach to filmmaking as to dare to stage a feat even more ludicrously over the top <laughs> than crashing a Boeing 747 into an airplane hangar. Um, no one was drawing the story the same ethical. So he evidently somehow recreated as best he could the explosion. And then filmed it with the same camera that they filmed the actual ones with. Wow! So he got some. How do you like, recreate that? He got some creating the destruction. Some high, some high, like high level uh, explosive guys, and we're like, figure this out. I want it to look just like an atomic bomb, but there's nothing there but <laughs> I think it, smoke I think the and air. Guys, I don't wait, know. Wait, it says here the two guys he got to help him with this is a guy well, named Einstein. Richard Cheney and Donald. <laughs> Oh no! Right, 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 right. Oh no! Starfish Prime too. It's worse than I thought. Wolfowitz, Wolfowitz. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh man! The trailer's out for it. Uh, it looks. I'm gonna definitely watch it. I don't look, know. Look on there and camera. see if, see if it's not. This movie's not funded in any way by the project for New American Century. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Oh. Um, I was gonna ask you guys if you watched the new Del Toro uh, Pinocchio. Um, I I really liked it. Uh, watched it again. No, it's fun. That's too, it's, that's too well, it's not fun. It's not. Oppenheimer budget was only a hundred million dollars. Oh, well, that's all. <coughs> oh, okay. It's yeah, bad. it's only a hundred million dollars. <laughs> that's nothing for uh, that camera. Now, I, I, I have. Have you seen the videos making fun of the cast? I no, I don't. I don't. A TikTok. Honestly, I, I don't know the cast. The short is, of uh, what's his name. Uh, so here's the joke. They're like. Um, Christopher Nolan, who do you want in your film for Oppenheimer? And it shows him going, everyone. And then, and that's the answer because, like, like the cast is insane. It's like he cast. I have seen that. Yeah, almost I think you every actor possible. <laughs> All I can say is there better not be no Inception in it. Inception? You no don't what? want any Inception? No, I don't want nobody Incepting nobody in this movie. Yeah, <laughs> Incepting. <laughs> Not only no, was that movie bad and confusing, but like the joke <laughs> about like every sitcom's got to do an Inception thing. Oh, yeah, uh, I see. It's, it's, it's played to death. You don't like die. its leakage. It you don't like its leakage into pop culture, is what you're saying. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like it to begin with, and I damn sure don't like I think its leakage it was, into I pop think it was culture. Over, First time is funny. Uh, I think it was. Don't overrated. do any more Freaky Fridays either. You know what I mean? Freaky Friday. Be done with it. That first one's the best. Um, uh, <laughs> 
No, hey, I. Uh, how is, how it's, is it's Harry overrated, Truman? But I still like a it. character in the film. I'm going through the cast, and they literally have Harry Truman as a member the of the cast. Oh, like the Harry Truman? Yeah, we'll have like footage of him. Yeah, ar- him. archival footage. Oh, yeah. So they're gonna call, dude. This cat. I'm serious. Like, if I took the time to read you this cast, it would blow your mind. How many people are in this movie <laughs> that you would know? No one. I mean, like. Let me give you an example. No one paid us some AI. Six people. Okay. Six people in a row. I'm going to drop to row five. And Kenneth Branagh. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop. Can you give us. (laughs) Can you. Can you give us. I've got Gary Oldman. It's the only one I got. Can you give us, like, I don't know. Three real ones and three fake ones, and see, have us guess. <laughs> okay, three is, real people starring in the movie, and, and then three, three and then three ones. not, and then we'll see if we can figure out who's okay. really in it. Okay, so are you ready? And Let's do you want to say true or false as we do each one? That way we can keep track. Sure. You see what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. One, you say true or false. Okay. Yep, yep. So, uh, first one I'm going to throw in is. Uh, false. Blah, blah, blah. I'll give you he an easy one. I'll give you an easy one. Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, see, false. Yeah. He made yep. that one up. Told you he's yep. gonna make that one up. That I was hit, just pure psychology. I'm gonna say true. No, I'm gonna say true. True or yes. false? True. True. Robert Downey Jr.'s in the film. <laughs> okay. So next, I'm gonna throw out. <laughs> let me just say, um, how about Casey Affleck? Yeah. I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say false. False. Casey Affleck is in the movie. Oh. Yeah. Um, okay, so how about how with it? Matt Damon? Well, it no. has to be no, because otherwise no. we'd be able to guess the last three. False. Is Matt Damon in it? I say false. <laughs> false? Matt Damon's in the film. Oh, now, well, now we know. <laughs> yeah, this is yeah exactly. Yeah, ben yeah. Affleck, ben Affleck's in the film. Oh, no. Remy Malik? Remy Malik's in the film. In the film? <laughs> um,. <laughs> Christian Bale? How about Christian Bale? He's not in it. No, Christian Bale's not in the movie. Christian, or excuse me, James Remar. He's in the film. Oh. Um, Matthew Modine. He's in the film. For a second, I thought you were going to... For a second, I thought you were going to say Christian Bale's not in the film, but Christian Slater is in the film. (laughs) Exactly. Josh Hartnett in the film. Yes! Dude, he hadn't been been anything in... I'm not kidding. I can do this all day. This list goes on forever. I I love hate that. I love that Hartnett's in something because I've always liked Hartnett. But secondly, he was my, like, I'm going to get Hartnett back in movies, so I'm a little disappointed. (laughs) Uh, to know he's that he's your Travolta, huh? He was yeah. gonna be my Travolta because I've always liked Hartnett. I always thought, uh, yeah, young Hartnett, I thought should have played young uh, Hunter S. Thompson, like Rum Diaries. Hunter S. Thompson looked exactly. Oh, I like can him. see that. Yeah. Kind of suave, not quite dangerous yet, but yes. <laughs> becoming dangerous. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I've always liked that fella. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I, for, I forgot what we were talking about. <laughs> no, we oh, Oppenheimer. 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 So. Oh man, that real bomb! I can't wait to see that on the big screen. <laughs> oh, hey, boy. I know a state he should have blown up or done his explosions in. It's yeah. a little state I like to call Florida. <laughs> I know that the two people from Florida who listen to this show once every six months just got yeah. offended. <laughs> you'd be offended. You'd be you would be surprised how many people from Florida listen. I always feel bad. Robbie's always taking digs at Florida. Shark vacations there quite often, though. Yeah, I just say I like. Shark has a palatial palace down there. Should I did palatial palace? No, my cousin lets me park park my RV in his driveway. (laughs) Sure, sure, the old RV. That's what that means. Hey, did you guys know? Okay, so I I want to throw out something real quick before I forget. So. Um, Samantha is a huge, huge, huge fan of Anthony Hopkins. Like she's in love with him. Like that, that's a celebrity crush that she can't let go of. So her and I watched the new film that he is in. Have you guys heard about this? Mm, I don't know. One of the, um, the name of the film, it just dropped here recently. And the name of the film is, hang on as I got looking into Oppenheimer stuff, I went down a rabbit hole and Swatch took me down another rabbit hole. Anthony Hopkins' new movie, I believe it's Armageddon Time. Armageddon oh, time no, is the name I of the have, film. I have no, no, not really. Okay, Damn, so I got excited there for a second. I was thinking like a reboot Armageddon of Armageddon. Two. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Bruce too. Willis comes back. We clone him. No, um, no, no, no. He's Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, he's like his dad shows up. He's the master driller <laughs> oh, from way blowing. back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so here's what Shark. I'm going to tell you, you don't want to watch this at all. So just I ain't can work you with can one hand, Kenny. <laughs> Eastwood, you need to watch this, and let me tell you why. Uh-oh. The whole time I was watching this, all I could think of was this film was made a couple decades too late. This is that yeah. this film belongs in that period in the '90s when independent films were getting actual money to make actual movies yeah, and yeah. doing whatever the hell they wanted, yep. whether good or bad. That's what this film is. It is totally feels like an indie movie from the '90s, and it's got um, Anthony Hopkins in it, uh, Anne Hathaway in it. Nice. The um, oh my god, the oldest son from Cat the Walmart show herself. on HBO. I like. Um, with oh succession, succession, yes, Randall? the oldest son. Randall is that the oldest son or the Ferris Bueller's buddy? <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, that is the oldest son. The next oldest son. Mm. Yeah, the that's one Rand- who goes that's against Randall. the dad all the time. Yeah, that's him, isn't it? Or uh, I can't remember his name to save my life. I think it's Randall. But he's in it. I mean, like, there's be. a, there's a. They got a real cast. They got you know a good cast of yeah. actors to play this. But it is. I'll check it out. There are moments where it's genius, and then there's. I, here's what I wish, and I know you don't have the time to. I would love for you to take this and sit down with a script, and tell me where it went wrong because it goes wrong somewhere, and I can't figure huh. out where. Well, I and I think there was a great film hiding in it that yeah. didn't get made. But anyway, it's worth watching. Well, if you want to read a great script to uh, to movie, uh, I did it recently. I read and then watched again the uh, the Banshees of Inshirin on HBO Max. <laughs> Check it out. It really is great. Like you, you can read the script is literally like it's one of those that you could put up next to it to the screen. Hey, Eastwood. Does it. Huh? Yes. You're uh, Polish, not Irish, my man. <laughs> I think Eastwood wants to be Irish. <laughs> uh, no, I really do want to watch this because I love the two people oh, in it. That's really good. And um, uh, the, the director sa- has said as much that he feels that it is a spiritual sequel to uh, uh, In Bruges. In Bruges. Yeah, I just, I just. Lost it. Speaking of 90s, I was going to talk about this if we have time. I think, yeah, we've got a little bit of time. So this uh, new year, which means I wanted to talk about the films of 1998, because they will be 25 years old. To the Googles. Yes, because I think you're going to see what you were talking about. Uh, It's going to be a paradise of indies and character actors and... Uh, character arc movies. And oh kind of wow! Quirk, quirky okay, comedies. I'm just telling and... you right now, the first three that pop up on the list, I'm like, damn, damn, damn. I mean, oh, like, really? wow. Okay. I mean, like, okay. Here's the first three. Kevin Spacey is gonna like, be everywhere. I don't think it's like they just say sorted by popularity. I'm on IMDb. I don't. I'm not even going yeah. this popularity. But here's the first three I see: American History X. Oh, yep. Saving Private Ryan. Uh huh. The Big Lebowski. And then I dropped down a couple to Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Rounders, which I love that movie. I do. Mm-hmm. Um, there's something about Mary. Oh, Armageddon Shark. Hey. A Bug's Life. I want to close my eyes. I want to fall asleep because I miss you, baby. Sorry. Uh, can't hardly wait. I'm sorry. That's a Gen X classic. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I actually can't got referenced like that. I got referenced uh, to that movie actually with something I'm uh, um, going to be writing soon. I was referenced. Oh, nice. Can't hey, hardly wait. So and here you go, Shark, Thin Red Line. Duh. Yes, I was going to say there's not that many war movies, and the ones that are aren't, yeah. according to Shark, aren't really war movies. Like How about Terrence Malick's Thin Red Line. Yes. Fear yeah. and Loathing in Las Vegas. Ah, nice. yes. Indeed. The Water Boy. Where'd you Indeed. guys see that at? Where? Or Fear and what? Loathing. Yeah, but uh, hit, where'd you guys? I saw I it at the saw Varsity. It at, yeah, the Varsity. That's where I saw it. Did yep. we go together? It wouldn't surprise me. Right. I don't recall, but yeah. Oh, shit. Buffalo 66. There's some oh, of that boy. indie stuff. Vincent Gallo. Pie. 
There's some independent Aaron, stuff. Yep, Aronofsky's first uh, then movie. Then the movie that wins Best Picture that never should have, Shakespeare in Love. Ugh, yeah. Why? Why? <laughs> no, you know why it won. No. It's all. It only reason it won is because Weinstein was pushing it so hard that year. Yeah. That, no, that's yeah, you hear because the Saving yeah. Private Ryan fans just bitch about that to this day. I, well, I will never let it go. Saving Private Ryan should have won, but yeah. <laughs> whatever, I won't let it go. Um, Ronan came out in 1998. I wow. love that movie. I think I Ronan is a masterpiece. Yeah, re- Ronan was fun. I need to rewatch Ronan. Um, how about this one, which I remember going and seeing in the theater, and me and my friend John Logan went, and nobody was there but us. Rushmore. Nice. Oh, uh, I think it's overrated. Um, I think people I love it. I'm not saying it's just great. I I look at it like um you know I remember Kevin Smith saying this one time and I loved him saying this. He's like, um, Clerks got too much praise. Mall rats got shit on and shouldn't have because people didn't understand it. But Chasing Amy is my real first film, and okay. I kind of feel that way about Rushmore. Like. It's great, but it is not this masterpiece that people act like it. No, is. it is not. It's it, 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 neither is Bottle Rocket. I don't. I don't really. Get no, no. Bottle Rocket is it's fun. Uh, Pleasantville yeah. came out this year. Love that yeah. movie. Mm-hmm. Um, Another weird. Movie. Lethal Weapon Four. Oh, <laughs> that's where it goes. I'm down, definitely getting too old for this down. shit. <laughs> half baked. <laughs> ah, half baked. Yeah. Um, and that time that Chappelle almost killed his career. Yes. Oh. <laughs> Here's a great film that came out that year that I forgot about. Run, Lola, Run. Ooh, is that uh, Mila Jovovich? Is that right? Uh, is that Mila? Director yeah. is Tom Tyrkoprechi. Oh, I meant uh, the, the, actor, the actress. Oh, yes, yeah, I believe Mila, that is her yeah. name. Yeah. Um, Nick, uh, Nick Cage dropped a little film called Snake Eyes on Us. Oh, by Brian De Palma. Uh, not a uh, not a great movie, but just watch the opening twenty minutes. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's one take. Uh, basketball uh, came God, out in nineteen ninety eight. Oh kinda, my god! Kind of hate basketball. I love basketball. Oh, oh I love that movie. I think it's oh, hilarious. It's so, I, I, you, it, you need it, to rewatch then, it. Then, <laughs> no, no, can't. No, there's no, no way it can hold which up. Which makes yeah. it funny to <laughs> yeah, me. It's yeah, okay. terrible. It's it say if you rewatch it now, any of their movies, if you rewatch them now, you're like, oh. You guys wow, are yes. homophobic yes. and just not cool. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. yeah, so bad. Now, here's a movie that Koppel, to this day, thinks is one of his favorite movies ever made. Okay. And it came out in 1998, Very Bad Things. Ah, I need to rewatch that. I haven't watched Christian it. Christian Slater, through. Daniel yep. Stern, Cameron Diaz, uh, John Favreau. Yeah. My wife is a fan of that movie. Speaking of Koppel, real fast, uh, had a little something happen, needed some cheering up. Koppel came over Saturday, Saturday evening. And we watched, uh, as you know, I'm a fan of a fella named Andy Sedaris. He's a director from yes. the 90s. He made a, a, I have a collection of his called Girls, Guns, and G-Strings. <laughs> collection, right. of, collection of movies he's made. Shark was here for one of the movie nights where we watched right, uh, right, 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 right. A Hard Ticket to Hawaii. Yeah, uh, Hard yep. Ticket to Hawaii, yes. Well, this Saturday we watched a movie called Picasso Trigger. <laughs> Oh wow! Just think of that name alone, Picasso. Picasso <laughs> Trigger. Just think what that ev- evokes, and uh, we were not disappointed. Check out Picasso Trigger uh, if you can. Man, it is hilariously bad and fun, and uh, '80s boobs, and you'll love. Hey, it. Uh, one right. of uh, Eastwood's all-time favorite films came out in 1998. He referenced okay. it one or two shows ago. Um, what, How what? Stella got her groove back. Oh, man. Angela Bassett. <laughs> I did. No, actually, I, I referenced Waiting to Exhale, but it's very close. <laughs> um, smoke Signals came out. Don't know Smoke Signals. Uh, if I smoke do, I don't signals remember Smoke Signals was um, based on a novel by the Native American writer um, Sherman Alexie. Okay. Um, and a lot of people praised it for um, Native American culture. Oh, uh, I can picture. I can picture the cover now. Yes, I know it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, then let's see what else. Primary Colors came out. Mm. Ooh, good film. I still uh, remember the Wavin Live Oak Tree. Oh, um, you ever remember that scene where uh, that Bill Clinton's I, singing no, that song? Ahead. No, I'm just saying. Yes. There's a scene no, where uh, John Travolta is. <laughs> There's a scene where John Travolta playing Bill Clinton, but not, uh, is is singing the Don Williams. Yeah, and he's singing the uh, he's singing that song. Uh, I wanted to say, "You are my sunshine." No, no, no. It's not the Don. I wanted to say Don Williams, but that's not right. It's the. 
I can still hear the soft southern breeze and the wild oak trees. He's singing that song, and uh, he sings like the whole verse. And like it's it's at the end of the movie, and what's his name? The the intern who now realizes what, even though he is he still stands for what he wanted him to stand for. He's not a this idle person that he thought he was when he came into this thing. Lost it's, his true believerism. Yes, and he's listening to him sing this thing, and it's just this little beautiful moment of uh, how can this guy be such a piece of crap and also such a charming and good-intentioned person right. <laughs> all simultaneously. Right. Simultaneously, uh, yeah. And it really sums up that, that movie uh, quite well. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Yes, it does. No, no, no. Here's one of those indie movies that it had so much promise, and boy, it fell apart. Permanent Midnight. Ah, uh, Ben Stiller playing the yes, famous uh, television writer who used to go through how much cocaine a day? It's, uh, what's or heroin. I think it was heroin. Or heroin? Yeah, it was like yeah. He, used to, he had a, I forgot how much a day habit. He was a writer on ALF, I believe. Yeah, for ALF. Yeah. When you find that out, you're like, well, ALF should have been a lot better if he was doing that much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Clay Pigeons came out that year. There's another indie That's kind fun. of darling. Yep, yep, for sure. Uh, let's see. There's some more. Um, uh, by the way, we should not um, forget to mention that, where was it, damn it? A major film came out that more people should be talking about, The Patriot. Oh. With Steven Seagal. With Steven Seagal. <laughs> not oh, yeah, not that, one, thinking. that one. Steven that Seagal. We should a watch that. A respected doctor must race against time to find a cure for a lethal virus unleashed by a paramilitary militia leader. Oh, we should watch that. I was going <laughs> to say we should happens. highlight uh, movies on here that we, we that we should rewatch for their anniversary and talk about. I'm deep yeah. into this list, but I'm just looking if anything jumps out. Sure, sure. Point, you yeah. Know, like, yeah. Like something we should be like, oh, wow, that was Homegrown came out that year. Oh, Billy, Billy Bob, Bob Thornton, yeah. Hank Azaria, Kelly Lynch. Uh... I know a I lot of people that, that loved one. Homegrown, but I don't really I know a lot of people one. liked it. I didn't think... Now, here's one where... I, this is deep. 237. This is a movie I love, <laughs> and people... Uh, Coppa loves this, but people hate Hurley Burley. Ooh. I love Hurley Burley. Was that Sean 98? Penn, Kevin Spacey. I can't believe Chaz that's a 98. Robin Wright. Yes, I love that movie. It is so I dark. really like it, except for the whole uh, prostitute angle. <laughs> The what? Is this, isn't there like an underage prostitute being yes, kept yes. there? Yes, Anna Paquin. Anna Paquin yeah. is around all the time, yes. Then, say, here's yeah. another movie that Koppel loves that's on this list. Oh my God, Koppel in 98. Koppel in 98? We should have Koppel on to just dissect We should. 1998. Because number 251 is a movie he used to make me watch all the time and I still want to kill him for it. Six uh-huh. String Samurai. Ah! <laughs> 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 in, in post-apocalyptic world of the 1990s Nevada a rock and roll samurai on his way to Lost Vegas not Lost, lost well, I still own it here it's, takes I a, it. you own it under <laughs> oh, his protection yes. as death and metalhead horsemen chase after him ratchet ratchet, ratchet. <laughs> uh, um, let's see what else we got here I own a, I mean, I own a deep. DVD collection <laughs> called Girls Guns and G Strings that's of true course, that's of course I own oh, Six String here Samurai. is another movie that Koppel and I love it's deep <laughs> on this list Safe Men with Sam Rockwell Steve Zahn as these hey. like, idiotic um, I remember that movie who have a, a music band and stuff. Oh my god, it's genius! So funny. I that is a, it. It, it, it kind of sounds familiar. That's that's a Joe hasn't seen though. I think I should watch. Oh my god, Safe you, Man. Both of you guys need to see it because Sam Rockwell and him I have love a band, Sam. and they and their their outfits are they wear like sweater like sweater vests. With shirts and dress pants, and they play songs that like nobody wants to hear. <laughs> so at one point, Steve Zahn's like, "What are the words to Walk of Life?" And he's like, "I know the words to Walk of Life." He goes, "No, no, no, we played it earlier, and you don't know the words to Walk of Life." Yeah. And Sam Rockwell standing there, and he goes, "Hey, Bob, what you say down by the?" 
and you do the walk of life. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I, feel. And I mean, like it is out of control. And um, one of the scene stealing moments is when um, Bruce Banner himself, the Hulk, oh. is actually a good thief. But is lost his girlfriend and stands out in a yard with a boombox playing, baby, come back, come back. And they have a conversation about how sweet his stash is that takes on a life of itself. Sweet stash, man. Thanks, man. Dude, I'm telling you, you guys have got wow. to see Safe Man. Safe Man. Is, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out. Classic. Soon. Okay, let me see. I, I bet I'm I can find it on here. HBO Max. I bet you could. HBO Max. Uh, let's see. I'm in 323. Holy cow! <laughs> oh, I went deep, <laughs> deep diving. Uh, I need to, um, I need to so, thumb through it myself. I, I bet I. Can yeah, you do because I'm sure there's stuff that I'm sitting here. Like, here's one that we should watch: Confessions of a Sexist Pig. <laughs> that came out in 1998. Uh, let's see. The wonderful ice cream hey, suit. <laughs> speaking of that, do you know that Kevin in the Army came out oh. in 1998? Uh, do you know uh, that Kevin Spacey's back? He's uh, either he's directing a movie or he's starring in a movie. He's no. uh, he's coming back. I don't know if you can look that up. I think we're just about out of time. But yeah, right, just remind when you said when you said whatever about a pig, I thought of Kevin. Is it his? Is it Kevin his Spacey? Movie or someone else's? It's a oh, Kevin, Kevin Spacey. Spacey. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not Kevin Smith. Sorry, I misspoke. I said Kevin Smith. Kevin Spacey has gotten a return. Return. Okay. Here's uh, the. There's two films listed for 2022 for him. One of them's um, probably that Christmas thing he does every year. That's really the creepy. The one is called The Man Who Drew God. And the other is called Once Upon a Time in Croatia. It's the man who drew God. I believe he's directing or starring in it. Okay, let me. I'm looking at it real and, uh, quick. No, uh, I believe the man who drew God is a 2022 drama film. So it just came out last year, directed by Franco Nero and starring oh. Nero, Kevin Spacey, and Faye Dunaway. So he is. He's starring in it then. Yeah, oh, so let me see Space Kevin Man. Spacey. Let's see what happens. It's Kevin Spacey 2023. <laughs> no, I bet it's uh, that. I bet it's that movie that just came out before 2023, be my guess. I just thought, I didn't I didn't realize he was back. I heard all of a sudden he's back. He's got a new movie coming out. I was like, what? Yeah, he's back because he won the trial. He uh, Well, yes, yeah. He, uh, he was, yeah, I don't know if he... Yeah, he did win the and, trial. Though. Yeah, and Danny Masterson or whatever his name is, Hyde, he was um, acquitted of the rape charges. He was. He was acquitted about two weeks ago. So is he going to return now to film not. and movie? He always seemed kind of sleazy to me. Speaking of sleaze, we are just about out. Oh, we got a minute or two left. <laughs> Hey, Shark, acquitted just means they couldn't find you guilty, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a reason we I don't mean, say found innocent. That's, yeah. that's what I was going to say. We don't say it was found yeah. innocent of all charges. I, I mean, I've, I've uh, met a few people who were not guilty, but I've never met anybody who was innocent. Okay. Oh, okay. Hey. I like that. Hey. I like that. Okay. Wow. Oh, by the way, last thing I was going to say, <laughs> pop culture my show is returning, and I'm excited about Godfather of Harlem Season 3 uh-huh. just came out, and I'm ready uh-huh. to dive into it. All right, that's fun. I'm glad for you. You got something to watch. Sounds nice. Um, yeah. I, well, if I say watch some uh, old 70s movies on the good old HBO Max. They're all I watched uh, The Taking of Pelham 1, 2, 3. The other night, the original. The original. It's so good. God, it's I've good. never seen the original. I oh my God, Rob! That. It's on HBO. Uh, uh, I know. I really I though, that's sorry, uh, but really though, no, it's no, no, no. so good. Um, it's like from the second it starts, it's got this insane music, and it is like just taking a bite out of New York in 1975. <laughs> oh, nice! It just reeks Don't of New York. Yeah, I mean, it reeks of New York. I, it, it's the closest New I think York, we, we, New York. we can ever get to experiencing <laughs> what it was like there at, at all. It's it's very oh, long. I rewatched life. Heat the other day. Talking about oh, re, you know, like revisiting yeah, yeah, yeah. something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, you know what? That movie gets better every time I watch. That I damn know thing. it, man. I think man. that's why I, I why I love it because I went through a period in my life where I just watched it. Every other day for a year. 
So, I mean, like, to me, it's a masterpiece. Watch, I, I can't I watch mean, it enough. Here's the beauty of it. I was busy doing stuff, and somehow I got sucked into it. So yeah. I was just watching it in, like, 20, 25-minute clips. Mm-hmm. And it totally holds that way. There, It's just like... You can you can get to a piece and be like, okay, I can stop right here. That's a good stopping point, and pick. Up, it's almost like little movies within this big movie or something. I don't know. It's just so well done. Damn, yeah, well done. It, it really is, and it was intentionally or intentionally originally written for uh, TV, and I think that's why it's kind of made in little episodic segments, like episodic, that? episodic okay. little pieces like that. We are out of time, but not for the podcast. See you later, everybody on the radio. Uh, but you know, for the podcast, I'll just say, since we're talking about heat, I'm sorry the goddamn chicken got cold. <laughs> One of my favorite scenes in heat. Fucking subtly played when he comes home and she's like, the chicken's cold. He's like, I got three fucking bodies on 4th Street. I'm sorry the goddamn chicken's cold. <laughs> really? Because here's my favorite. <laughs> You can you can fuck my wife. Yes. You can sit on my couch. But you're not you have to watch, watch my fucking TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Al, you're just Al, chewing up that apartment like it's not fair. So good. Every fucking scene he's in is great. I love uh people always talk about up your ass, but I love the yeah. uh, uh uh You get killed, you get killed walking your doggy. <laughs> <laughs> What? It'll be by the time I got to Phoenix. <laughs> the sun will be rising. The, thing, the, the scene I always hated, I told you, is that huge ass. And that always yes. like, took me yes. out of the mood. And now that I know that they shot it like 5,000 times and Pacino was just incredibly pissed off and did it that way. And the director's like, gold. That's what I've been looking for for six hours. That's the one I want. Boom. That's the take. That's the take. Print it. Print it, yeah. I mean, you got one of the greatest actors in the history of the world, and that's what you thought was the take you wanted from that? (laughs) Come on. Yeah, oh, and so by good. the way, I'll tell you something too that I noticed this time. And, and no, I, be this like is... asking shark comparisons this time. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like a. <laughs> I love. I'll tell you who steals scenes. Well, and, tell, and they're so small. You're like shark telling him to uh, <laughs> not turn down, not turn down the bass on his amp when he's playing some country music with a telly rig. <laughs> his bass on their amp when they're playing a telly rig. <laughs> See? <laughs> Time to travel, baby. Go for it. Right. <laughs> um, John Voight in these tiny little scenes is incredible. Just he shows is. up to be like, so it's this house on the third street. If you got yep. time. Yep. I'll make time. Done. And it's just like he killed it. He killed it. I just believe that Voight is He shows up in little chunks. The uh, Wayne Grow, the guy that plays Wayne Grow is just kind of so sleazy that you believe he's an awful person. Absolutely. Who I find out, I think, uh, if I know my history, he is an awful person. Was in prison, I think maybe went back to prison. In real Uh, life? In real life, yeah. You got Danny Trejo uh, being great. Uh, De Niro, I honestly think it's one of De Niro's best movies uh i love his portrayal of him i love everything about his his character meaning like yeah. he, he went so deep into this guy like the way he walks is so precise and different yep. from de niro if you watch that first opening scene where you don't know what's happening you're just following him getting off of a subway i think or a train and he's going into the hospital to steal some supplies if i remember right um, yes. Just watch that scene and watch how careful he is. He doesn't touch anyone or anything right. ever. He he's like there was no if if you never he was never there essentially like uh, to the cameras to everything. He's just plays it perfectly, and then he can be of course the only part that doesn't work in the movies really is uh, is uh, what what are you reading there? <laughs> Why you care what I'm reading, lady? <laughs> mind your own business and then she's just like i'm sorry i'm sorry i just thought i see you around and i thought maybe you weren't that bad of a guy oh i'm sorry all right come over here and sit by me (laughs) 
that part. Michael Mann does not know how to write a meat cute if his life depended no. on it. And by the way, if there is to me is a flaw in the film, if I have to take it from like a ten to a nine point five, yeah, it is how I, I, I rewatched it and I still can't I still don't see it. When she you know, she finds out who he is, the the street yes. fight that's so epic and she and she's like, I'm leaving, I'm leaving and then somehow she just decides to stay, and it's never what what changed your mind. Like it's never mm-hmm. clear to me what changes her mind. That no, I know you're a killer, but I'm gonna stay with you and leave anyway. <laughs> like what? Yeah, it's true. That's that is true. I've never really thought about that, but that is kind of a loose end. That for some reason you she's just like yep. And like I say, like when he meets her, there is no reason she should pursue no. him at all. Oh, dude, he is I a, know. He's a complete jerk to her. From the yeah. get go, and cold, for some reason, cold yeah, human being. she's like, "Oh, you know." She plays the uh, "I'm so sorry." Of course, which she's like, "Oh well, since I've uh, already hurt your feelings so bad and treated you like a dick, let me go ahead and ask you a question." <laughs> yeah. yeah, that and that by, part. Uh, and you know, how you said that some of De Niro's best acting. I think next to maybe the Doors. I'm not kidding. Yeah. This is Val Kilmer's best role. The Doors for yeah. me is the best. I think he was amazing in that. He, he it is ab- oh, oh shit. Yeah, it's great. There's he, no doubt about it. How does Val Kilmer like in this movie he's so good looking. He should be this striking leading man. Mm-hmm. And and he's giant. He's so much bigger than everyone else. Like I didn't realize how tall and big he is. Yeah. Yeah. And he comes off as this weak, broken man. Mm-hmm. Throughout and everything, in his presence and everything, yeah, yes. And it's broken. like, how is this guy come off as the weak problem, <laughs> and over here De Niro is the badass, good-looking, dashing? Well, guy. that's that's the difference between Val Kilmer and a bad a, a bad actor. No offense. Yes, Tom Cruise yes. would have never been able to play that role because he would have been too concerned about looking cool. And being right. up there with De Niro, where Val Kilmer no, was I'm like, serious. "This is Good what the movie don't needs." Care. And That's you know right. What? You know who taught us that? It, I'll Sean, take the best example. Sean Penn, when he uh, shaved his head bald in uh, Carlito's way. <laughs> That's not bad. But <laughs> I was going to say, when Vinny Chase has to go into smoke jumpers, <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and he has to stop being a leading man. That's right. And let Jason Patrick take everything from him. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> On that note, Sorry, we're going to get out of here. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be back. For, uh, see you, y'all. Later, Gators. <laughs>